This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. The Right View of God Our Bible studies are famous for getting off track, but resulting in some really cool conversations. When we were studying Daniel, our conversation led us to one on why people might lose faith. Why, specifically, God might even put you in a situation where you end up losing faith. That doesn't really fit our view of how God works, right? We have all these awesome sayings. God doesn't give you more than you can handle. God is always working things out for your good. But what is our good? As my husband, who loves to ask the hard questions, pointed out, God never promises to work things to what we understand to be good. He promises to work things to his definition of good. He certainly never promises not to give us more than we can bear. He just promises to bear it with us, for us, when we turn to him. But what if we don't? The example that David used was from World War II, when some of the people who were called the righteous among the nations, those are the people who went out of their way to help save Jews during the Holocaust, they had felt God calling them to help, and they turned from him, in the end overwhelmed by the depravity of man and how ineffectual their own actions felt. The Jews recognized that they had done great work, but these people couldn't see it. They saw only the horror. So much of it, they decided that if this is what God had called them to do, they didn't want anything to do with him anymore. That's hard, right? I mean, optimistic me says surely God drew them back to him in the end. But I don't know if he did. What if those folks really hardened their hearts so much against him that they didn't want to turn back? Again, I don't have the answers to that. I don't know what actually happened. I don't know if God treats these people in a different way, pouring mercy upon their souls. I don't know. But what I do know is that we're less likely to be one of those people if we have the right view of God. So often, I think Christians aren't worshiping God as he is. We're worshiping God as we want him to be. We want to think that God is all mercy, when in truth, he's also perfect justice. We want to think that God obeys our definition of fair, when in reality, I have a feeling he shakes his head at how limited our definition is. We think in terms of us. We have a self-centered view of God, of Christianity, and it's hard for us to fathom that sometimes he does ask us to die. Sometimes he lets our loved ones die. True worldwide tragedy happens. Yes, God asks us to work in a situation when we never see the good that comes of it. Why? Because there's more than we can see. And because it isn't about us. It's about the people we're called to help. It's about the kingdom. Yes, God asks us to trust in him when men like Hitler are out to obliterate the good news, when thousands, even millions, are killed. Why? Because men have the free will to fight him and to kill his people in the process. God will let that happen, but never to the point where it would destroy his kingdom. Don't you think Judah cried out at the slaughter of the hands of the Babylonians? That Israel thought God was unfair? That he wasn't worth serving when the Assyrians destroyed them? Yeah, I'm sure they did. I'm sure some, whose faith was in their own idea of God, lost that faith. 
But the faith itself grew. Exile was what turned Judaism from a general religion to a personal faith. These terrible, awful, never-should-have-happened things were used by God to further the kingdom, even though it means some lost faith, but they lost the faith in their false ideas. We've been studying the ancient world in school, learning about the greatest of the ancient kings. And do you know what made them great? They put the kingdom above all else, above personal glory, above love of one individual. They would fight wars or make very odd peace treaties sometimes to preserve and expand their nation. Well, God is the best king ever, right? He is working always for the good of the kingdom. That means making decisions we, as mere peons in his army, don't understand. It means people are going to die. It means war and famine and flood and cancer and dictators and atheism and who knows what else. It means some people are going to lose faith because their faith wasn't in God as he really is. It means more people are going to come to faith. It means the wheat will be separated from the chaff. And it means so much more than we can fathom. More honestly than most of us want to think about. We want life to be good, to be fair, to be easy. We want our loved ones not to die. We want our children to be perfectly healthy. We want respect and admiration. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. God promises us hardship. Disrespect. He promises brother will turn on brother and parent on child. He promises persecution and death and trial. But he also promises peace and love and joy and a wisdom the world cannot understand. He promises to lift us above our circumstances, not, let it be noted, just to change our circumstances. And that right there is one of the greatest epiphanies I ever had a few years ago. We don't serve a God who changes circumstances alone. We serve a God who changes souls. He doesn't say, I'll make the hurtful thing stop. He says, I'll lend you my strength to get through it. Sometimes, often, that actually means stripping away the things we thought were important to get us back to the place where we have only the one truly important thing, him. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by Bookish Tees and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteesandtotes.com to see our latest designs. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.